Well, hello and welcome to episode number five of Vacation Rental Success. And I'm your host, Heather Bayer, with plenty of news, views and interviews on anything to do with the vacation rental industry. Well, hello again, and I am so delighted to be talking to you once again. It's been a hugely busy couple of months um, around my office with uh, with our rental agency. Um, we are getting to the point now where we've got over well over two hundred properties under management with us, and we at the moment we have another thirty eight that we are preparing to list. So as you can imagine, it's uh, it's all hands to the pumps because not only are we listing new properties, but we uh, we're taking a humongous amount of bookings at the moment. It seems that uh, the certainly here in uh, in Ontario in Canada, the cottage rental industry is really ramping up. There's huge demand. And fortunately, we we have quite a lot of supply. So I'm hoping that uh, that your place is probably booked up for the summer. If not, uh, I wouldn't be too worried yet. The uh, the uh, industry news is that the last minute market is very very active, and uh, so no doubt you'll be you'll be picking up those uh, those last weeks very very soon. Uh, what else has been going on? I'm uh, heading off this weekend to Phoenix to the Home Away Summit, where I'll be uh, delivering a presentation that I'm calling The Power of Wow, 30 Seconds to Increasing Your Revenue. And it's really all about, uh, it's about staging, it's about how to create fabulous first impressions that create a wow reaction from your guests and ultimately getting them to share what uh, what what they're seeing, what they're hearing, what they're experiencing, and uh, and I've got a lot of great examples. And there will be a blog post uh, all about the presentation after I've done it, uh, with lots and lots of links to to the things that I'm going to be mentioning. You may not know, but um, way way back, I was a psychologist and a management consultant. And I uh, specialized in the psychology of communication. So I'm going to be talking about uh, some uh, theories of communication and how we can apply them to to the vacation rental industry as we know it as as owners and how we can appeal to our rental guests either through uh, the, the way we present our listing, the way that we communicate with people through emails. And it's really interesting. There's a couple of just really nifty techniques that you can use to create almost subliminal rapport with, uh, with your rental or with your potential guests when they're actually on the, uh, on the phone with you or through email. So I'm, that's what I'm going to be talking about on Saturday morning at the summit. And uh, almost immediately after that, the, uh, the next blog post is going to be posted uh, that uh, that has all the links to the um, the resources that I'm going to mention. But let's move on to uh, today's interview because I'm absolutely uh, well so excited to be talking today to uh, Wendy Shand of UK-based Tots to Travel, and that is Tots uh, www.totstotravel.co.uk. 
Um, Wendy's a, just a great, great person to, to talk to. And I'm sure you're going to love this interview. She's very, she's a dynamic entrepreneur um, and experienced a near tragedy with her, with her two-year-old at a, um, a vacation rental swimming pool in back in, I think it was, you know, back in 2005, 2006. And it prompted her to start looking for more family friendly uh, vacation rental properties and tots to travel was thus started now over the years the uh, the business wendy's business has uh, received so many awards and accolades and i'll be talking to wendy about um, about how we about how she uh, she got to that place um the tots to travel company currently uh, represents around 350 properties right the way across uk and europe and that uh, that that is really quite a feat I know from my own business of managing just over 200, what a, a task that is. And all my, all the properties that, uh, that we manage are in, you know, at least within four or five hours of my office and, and I could quite easily drive to them. Wendy has, uh, the added challenge of having properties, not only in UK, but across, across Europe, in France, in Spain, in Portugal. Uh, and uh, and other European countries, so it's uh, it's a great interview. And with uh, with without pause, I'm just going to move straight on and talk to Wendy. Well, I'm delighted to be here today with my very special guest, and this is Wendy Shand of UK-based uh, Tots to Travel. And I've been in touch on and off with Wendy for the past uh, several years. And in fact, did a did an interview. The last interview I did with her um, was about three years ago on the blog, and I'm going to put a, a, a link to that uh, blog post in the show notes. So, uh, so we'll be able to go back and see, you know, how how we've all progressed since then. But Wendy, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. It's an absolute pleasure to uh, to have you here on on this podcast episode. Oh, Heather, thank you so much for having me. And, and it's just lovely to speak to you again. I mean, very interesting to um, go back to that blog and see how far we've come. I, I guess I mean, our thinking just moves at such a rapid pace. I think it would be probably faintly embarrassing to reread it. Well, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm just overwhelmed uh, at the industry. And, it's, you know, it's what you're experiencing in UK with the industry, what we have here in Canada. And of course, internationally, it's just growing exponentially. And and of course, you know, we we following blogs and uh, LinkedIn groups, and it's it's fun, it's exciting, and and I really the the only way is up now. Don't you agree? I do. I think I think the holiday lettings industry um, has has been in a has been a long time in catching up, um, and I think is still in the minds of um, a lot of owners. They're still in a very very old fashioned um, view of what the holiday lettings industry should be and is. Um, I think the likes of you and I know what customers really want, and I think there's a very fast paced movement going on at the moment to deliver what it is that the customer really wants. I suppose what what I'm saying is. There's been a, a change in, in perspective. I think it's always in the past been about the house and, you know, the owners almost letting people into their houses as a special privilege. And now I think owners are really needing to think about what customers absolutely want from their houses and, and delivering it. So it's, it's a very, very much more customer focused um, um, position I think we're all in now. And I think that's why it's got so exciting. Well, it, it 
it always reminds me of, of back in my days in, in England, maybe going back 20, 20 odd years ago and going to cottage cottages in Cornwall. We used to spend a lot of time going down to Cornwall and and you'd walk in the door and probably spend the first hour or so cleaning. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and you know, it, it just brought back to mind the other day, the bookcases full of old Reader's Digest condensed books. And that, that was about <laughs> it in the way of entertainment. But I, I have the same... Uh, exactly the same perspective on it as you and with our uh, with our um, cottages here in Ontario. It's sometimes a bit of a tough job uh, getting owners to appreciate that they are now that the moment they put their property up for rental, they are they've joined the travel industry and they've become pro- providers to the travel industry and and it's something that they need to do professional. And I'm sure you come across that a lot. I think that's right. I think that's absolutely right. I mean, gone are the days where um, you'd expect customers to bring their own sheets and towels and so on. Um, and we are still finding owners um, who, who who do say, yes, you do need to bring your own towels and sheets. And I think it is it's a very different, a very different perspective. Um, and it's much, much more customer focused. And, and um, ex- you're absolutely right, Heather. I hadn't really thought of it in those terms. You are a member of the travel industry. You're not just um, somebody who happens to have a nice house. You are a member of the travel industry. And Therefore, that comes with the accountability um, and the levels of customer service that are, you know, increasingly being demanded by customers. And, and in my mind, rightly so, in fact. Well, it, it brings to mind the way that people are traveling now, I think. Uh, you know, I remember when we first went into renting cottages in England, we'd come from a camping background. And we went yeah. from, you know, we, we it, it was really moving up in the world to go into somewhere where we had a roof over our heads. And I think this is the case with uh, uh, with a lot of the you know, people who used to rent properties. They were quite happy because they think they, they thought they were they were getting something so much better than they were used to. But now, of course, we're seeing people who have who are coming to vacation rentals um, with more of a history of, of going to hotels and resorts. So they're now, yeah. you know, they're, they're getting into it from a different level, if you like. And not just any old resorts and hotels. They're coming from a they're coming from an experience of the boutique end of the market, and therefore the the, the kinds of properties they're wanting to rent, they're wanting them to be much more boutique in their style it means that the bathrooms need to be a lot more upmarket it means to means you know the blunt knives of yesteryear are completely out of the question it's got to be high high grade indian cotton sheets white cotton sheets it can't be just you know something that you've had knocking about the back of your airing cupboard for the last 20 years it really is far more like a boutique hotel and i think that's where this massive change in emphasis has come from do you know, it's such a pleasure to talk to you, Wendy, because <laughs> because we have exactly, you know, we, we're coming at this with exactly the same um, the same foundation of, of how owners need to look at their properties uh, now and how they need to enter this business with with a, you know, just a different viewpoint. But anyway, yeah. let's let's just move on to tots to travel. Um I've been fascinated with with your business for as well obviously we talked 3 years ago but for a long time. So can we go back to the beginning and you know you tell me when you started and what gave you the idea in the first place? Oh goodness. Well, I came from a um, a background of marketing and PR 
Um, so when I left university, I worked in I worked in um, in London um, doing marketing and PR type roles, and then married my husband, who um, was a fast jet pilot in the RAF, um, and knew that having a London-based job was going to be no no good because nobody flies a Harrier out of London. Um, you know, you go to the sort of furthest corners of of the country, um, and so having a sort of high flying a career like that was 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 not was not um, going to be a player. So I did my teacher training. Um, having said that, so I think both those things um, really gave me a slightly different perspective when I started looking at the holiday rentals industry. I was coming at it from a sort of marketing and PR perspective, but I was also coming at it um, as as somebody who's been responsible for 30 children, very much um, keyed into what children and families are after, and very much keyed into um, how to keep them safe and happy. Um, and then, of course, began to have my own children, um, and the the holiday um, that changed it all, as it were the one that really sort of gave birth to Tots 2 Travel was one where we rented a house in France. We had at that time um, a two and a half year old and an eight month old. And um, we had tried various other holidays. I mean, there are some very expensive sort of club based hotels, uh, holidays that you can have um, here in Europe, um, which, which, you know, put you back many thousands of pounds um, and actually aren't particularly suitable for children. So we tried the sort of the whole hotel thing, um, spent three or four hours from 4am until 8am when the, the, the breakfast um, starts to be on offer and, you know, sort of spent our time worrying about a crying baby and what sort of noise they'd be making. So decided to, to opt for self-catering. I rented this place in France and then started looking at the detail of it and thinking, well, goodness gracious, I mean, there's an enormous amount of kit that you need as a parent. Um, you almost need to be sort of renting a lorry to get you and a family of two small children anywhere um, further than further than the supermarket. Um, and uh, so we sorted that. My mum and dad very kindly drove all our kit down there. And then when we got there, it was it was really sitting there thinking, well, when is the first, you know, quite serious accident going to happen? Because none, all the safety features that we'd left at home, stair gates and, um, you know, covered locks on the on the doors and knives out of reach and, you know, bleach, bleach hidden from view. None of those things were uh, had been thought of in this property. And in actual fact, I'd done a, a lot of research and realized that there was nothing like that available. Um, so we'd had to bring second cots. We'd had to bring, um, a, you know, a sort of a booster seat. We'd had to we'd had to really think through this holiday in a lot of detail. And I found myself sitting sitting in this beautiful house thinking, this could be so much better. It wouldn't cost a fortune and it would un it would unleash this huge UK market that there must be for mums and dads like me who have one or two small children under the age of five who thoroughly deserve a good holiday and want a holiday that's easy and thought through for them. Um, and, and very much started to think along those sorts of lines. I was then, uh, my idea got further validity when um, my little boy fell into the swimming pool. Because, of course, in the UK, we don't generally have swimming pools. But you go to a holiday home and they're right outside your back door. Um, we thankfully roped him out. So that, you know, that was, the, that, that did end happily. But it, I, I still have a, you know, if what if moment that goes through my head you know what if we had been further away or hadn't noticed him fall in or or, or something like that I mean it's just hideous and the number of pool related water related deaths in in Europe are horribly staggering um, and you know if I told you 
would entirely spoil your day. And I, I felt it was, you know, felt it was reasonable that mum and dad should be able to have a cup of tea or go to the loo or whatever it is without discovering that their child was at the bottom of the pool. Um, and that it was, and, it, and it, from a house owner's perspective, that that in turn would begin to open up this new market. Um, so I, so I really set about speaking to owners and saying, look, I know there's this market here in the UK. I think if we do it properly, and that means not just a token gesture, we're not just talking about a high chair and a cot, we're talking about doing this really thoroughly, um, I think it will, un it will unleash this market for you that unleashes the, sh uh, the shoulders parts of the season. And, and that in turn has actually turned out to be 100% um, accurate. Um, and 65% of our bookings are, are indeed outside peak, peak weeks. That, that's really interesting what you're saying about the shoulder season, because in so many areas, the the, uh, the high season is pretty easy to book out if you're in a yeah. um, a, a popular area. And I know here in Canada, uh, once once um, October, September comes, Labor Day, all the, uh, the, the Torontonians who are our, make up for about 90% of, of our guests go back to the city and lock the gates. So, yeah, yeah really interesting. What an awful experience, though, that you had, um, but great in one way that uh, that that's turned into such a successful business. Um, I, I... Yes, I mean, we, we were very, very lucky. We, we knew that the pool was a hazard. But what I was not prepared for was how quickly something like that happens. Um, and and that and that was what shocked me and how, you know, you sort of look at this child in the pool and you expect them to for some completely irrational reason expect them to start swimming but of course they're not going to um and 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 it was a it was a real eye-opener mm -hmm. and it just it served to 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 increasing you know increasingly stimulate an idea that that this had to be and there had to be a better way of holidaying with with small children so when you go out to uh, to look for um family friendly and when I'm saying family friendly I'm, I'm sort of putting these these quotes around it because I don't quite understand how you can make a definition of of family friendly or child friendly is there one simple definition or or do you have um different requirements for for say different age groups no what we have is a so when we let me go back a step when we begin to talk to an owner um, we talk at depth, um, in depth, um, rather, about what um, it means to be family friendly. And we very much doing an assessment before we get anywhere near the property to assess whether the owner is bought into the concept. Because actually the concept of being family friendly and delivering um, family friendly holiday accommodation is, is, is quite a commitment. I won't pretend that it isn't, um, but of course the rewards are there. Um, so we're, we're the first in the first instance, it's about the owner's the owner's attitude and their um, um, and their commitment to um, r really doing going the whole hog. I mean, you can see somebody who's not particularly committed from a hundred yards. So we're looking for owners who are really committed. Um, and then we we send out one of my team, and they're putting the property through um, a really quite vigorous form of due diligence. So we're we're looking at things like the, the width of banisters, banister railings. We're looking at um, you know heights of windows. And some of the properties in France and in Spain, for example, where building regulations aren't quite so tight, and um, 
that we're looking at renovated stable blocks or something, you can have some fairly quirky and idiosyncratic stair stair arrangements or windows or banister arrangements. And so we're looking at those kinds of things. We're also looking um, we're looking at steps and knives and you know where the where the knives are kept in the drawers, where the bleach is kept. You know all of and all of those things are really easy to rectify. We haven't come across a flight of stairs yet that we haven't been able to. Um, stair gate off in some way shape or form um, and so you know so most of the safety aspects are about preventing the hazard now there are some things we can't do we can't for example um, um, fence off an entire waterfront which I think I think is something that is very pertinent to your owners um, and so in those instances you know a, a purely truly waterfront property with no ability to fence off any area at all we probably wouldn't take it on in fact we, we wouldn't take it on it wouldn't you know that wouldn't be within the within the parameters of our brand um, things that we can't do anything about but we feel the, the the parent should choose um, or should should um, know about. We put a parent point on the site, so we say, okay, such and such a hazard is here. Um, depending on the age of your child, you know, you'll have to decide whether you think that's something that you're happy to tackle or not. Um, it's interesting. The nicer the house, the more alluring, the more stylish, the more modern the house is, the more parents are prepared to put up with things that might not suit them that much you know suit their family that so there becomes this override when a property is just so delicious you want to have it you'll have it at any cost and you'll deal with the with the you know the odd idiosyncrasies that that might produce a hazard for 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 a child um and i'm talking there about sort of you know uneven floors or Mm -hmm. split levels or something there are the, when the nicer the house is the more people will put up with oh that is it's interesting you should say that i'm going to phoenix this weekend for the home away summit and uh, that sounds fantastic and, How exciting. <laughs> yeah looking forward to it because i'm doing i'm actually speaking there doing a presentation um called the power of wow and 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 i that that's actually what what you have just said is actually included in there about the fact that people are now it's a, we have a culture of i want that yes and that can and you just said it it will override other um you know oh, other overrides factors everything. yeah yeah including the price uh, and and in fact we've done it ourselves we rented a place in uh, Mallorca now we had a 2 year old at the time so this was my third child um and we saw this place. Um, it wasn't on the on our site because we didn't have any properties in Mallorca at that time. But we wanted to go and, and see Mallorca and get a feel for it and begin to open up in Mallorca. Saw this property, very beautiful contemporary glass and chrome place, completely unsuitable for a two-year-old. But by the time we'd had an emotional sub, you know, emotional reaction to it, there was no going back. And it, you know, all of it, you go, oh well, there are some little problems here. You go, that's okay, we'll deal with them. You know, <laughs> what about, you know, you just find a way because you've completely overridden, overridden the logic. Yes. Um, and, it, you know, we did put, we were able to put quite a lot of safety precautions in place, but that, that was an afterthought. We had already fallen for the property by that stage. Oh, I, I completely understand because I, I do use a couple of uh, examples in the presentation about uh, how, how we've overridden price. We've even overridden dates, changed our dates because of, uh, of this particular property that we absolutely had to go to because of the photographs oh, on the website. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting you should say that. Um, so going back to the family friendly and a simple definition. So what I'm getting from you here is that 
that you you ask your owners to to meet some fairly stringent um, requirements to to, yes. to enable them to to register with you. Um, yes. Do they? We've do, how much help do you give them? If if did, I, I'm I'm guessing that you send them a report after you've seen it that uh, that tells them all the things that uh, that they may have to do to bring it up to your standards. Yes, so we will rule out quite a lot of properties before we even get there, um, and 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 that's that's really critical because because as soon as we start to invest our time into it, um, we need to make sure that it is something that we, works for us and that we can begin to sell. Um, so and we're very choosy. We're very choosy about. Um, some the family friendliness side of it we're very choosy about the owners that we work with and we're very choosy about the positioning of the property so you know we we are we we know our market we know what um our our london mums are after and we won't take on a property that we don't think we can sell to our target market so we turn turn away many many pro properties than we actually ever take on um and that's entirely necessary for the quality and brand assurance that tots to travel brings um, in terms of family friendliness, um, when I spoke to the Child Accident Prevention Trust on, on which our, our procedures are based, they were very much of the opinion that I shouldn't rule properties out because they had some sort of risk to children's child safety. So their view was take on pools that aren't enclosed and, and make sure that the parents know so that parents take responsibility. And I think that's a really important um, um, mindset to have. At the end of the day, we can only do so much. If people don't close pool gates, for example, they have they need to take responsibility for their the safety of their own children. We can only do so much, and I, I think that's a, that's that's really critical in our thinking. Having said that, we have drawn some lines in the sand, and we have said, for us, it is vital that pools are have some sort of physical barrier. Now that could be a hard cover or a pool enclosure. Enclosure. It's not for us a pool alarm. Um, where, which is triggered by the weight of a child falling onto the water. For us, that is not sufficient. Um, we we want a physical enclosure, which rules a lot of owners out, um, um, but is a, is actually and actually makes enormous um, um, financial sense for for owners to do that because you know if you are one of a very few number of properties that have an enclosed pool, um, you, you do stand out and you immediately create some uniqueness for your property. Mm -hmm. Of course, in uh, over over here, certainly in many many states in the U.S., um, where many of my listeners are, uh, that there is some fairly uh, stringent legislation on on pools and and yeah. and hot tubs and you know, I'm guessing there's a lot more in in the way of safety legislation in North America than there is in uh, in Europe. I, I should imagine so. I mean, France is the only country in Europe that's got very strict pool laws. But even those, the, the, the pool laws in France say that a, that a um, an alarm is okay. An alarm is not okay for us. They go wrong. They get switched. They're more often than not switched off because they're just very annoying. Um, and apart from that, there's very little, um, very little. Uh, you, the UK has some quite strict rules about electricity checks and gas checks and all of that, um, which I imagine are very similar to yours. Um, but places like Spain and Italy have very little going on in the way of safety safety checking, So, which makes our proposition even more important because, mm -hmm. you know, parents do want that peace of mind that, that, that um, they're going to go somewhere where their family are going to be safe. But you've also hooked into to quite an, an important 
important thing that we come across a lot, and that's that's the whole issue of responsibility and who's taking responsibility for for their children. Um, we we live in such yeah. a litigious society now that it's it's so easy for people to say, well, we had this accident, but uh, but nobody told us that we shouldn't turn our backs on our children. Oh, I know. I I don't know. I don't know how you overcome that. I really don't. So, <laughs> well, we, I think it's a very sad way society's going. Absolutely. We, we had uh, one incident last year where we had a, a family that left a cottage uh, after one night and then wanted their entire money back because their baby had been bitten by a mosquito. And we, we had not <laughs> told them that there were mosquitoes in cottage country, Ontario. Well, in fact, in the summer, it's, uh, you know, it's a real given. We'd never thought to say there are no. bugs. Well, I mean, in fact, we do. We, in, in general information, we do say there are bugs and critters and you have to be careful of them. But this lady, was uh, she was absolutely adamant that, uh, that she, she had no idea that setting foot out of the city was going to bring her into so much danger. <laughs> Oh gracious! Uh, I mean, but, uh, what can you say? Well, well, that's it. And I'm sure you, like us, come across um, guests every day, and you just sort of shake your head and think, "Where, where has this come from? Um, and where have uh, they come from?" But uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure, like us, you majority of them are just absolutely great and treat properties with great respect and and have a super time. Yes, I think the majority the majority don't make me lose faith in human nature. There are the odd ones where you just you just uh, just wonder. And I think you you know there's now queer as folk. I don't know whether that's a phrase you use in, in Canada, but um, it's certainly one that gets banded about a lot here. Well, um, we where... use we use it in this office a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we we have oh. this in in our office as my you know myself, my husband Phil, and then um, we we have some other staff who are who started out Canadian but they're very very rapidly becoming British and they anglicized angli- anglicized yes they uh, they list they, they are force fed radio 2 every day how funny how funny <laughs> So, so maybe it is that maybe that is a phrase that we should bring into more common parlance, Heather. Um, that was now queer as folk for for anybody who wants to bring that into their into their lexicon. Well, I'm going to put that in the show notes, so every <laughs> I, I, with with a little translation. <laughs> so, so tell me, um, and then this goes back to you know this presentation I'm doing. I'd love to bring up some examples. Um, what mm-hmm. makes you actually say wow? when you walk into a property because i'm sure you like me we come a we we've we've become a little jaded over the years and it takes a lot yeah. to to make you go oh my goodness this is exactly perfect and people are going to yeah. love it what makes you go wow <coughs> excuse me i think um that's very very interesting because the problem the, the challenge we have here is that there is a dislocation between what our customers want who are largely uk or British based, or they might be a lot of our customers live in, say, the Middle East or the Far East, and they're expatriates. But they're 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 they're, they're British by and large, um, and our owners are largely British. But they are British people who have gone to live in France, and they have largely gone to live in France, Italy, Spain, in order to live a much simpler life. And so the dislocation happens because the more you're out of the UK market. And and in a sort of you know arguably less materialistic environment like France, Italy, Spain, um, the simpler your life becomes, and and the less um, au fait you become with what what's going on in the UK, and particularly in London, where the bulk of our customers come from. And so we we have 
these owners producing lovely houses but actually what the UK market wants and our yummy mummies in Chiswick and Wandsworth and Putney, which is sort of the, the smarter suburbs of, of London, are after something really very stylish. So the, it's the aesthetic that the, the mums want that fits in line with the kinds of aesthetics that they're seeing in magazines. Um, and so it is it is, it is a style um, thing that makes me, me go wow uh, to start off with. It has the more... The more almost designed or interior design, and I think we will get to the point where owners need to employ interior designers to get it right. I think the more the the, the more luxury um, you're you're looking at for your property, the more you should be looking at um, what the magazines are, are you know kind of the images the magazines are portraying. But I I think if I was a top end um, property owner I would be bringing in a, a, an interior designer to help me get the aesthetic right so that's the first thing is what's it look like how stylish is it and 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 does that match with what my target market wants so for me I'm looking at affluent women aged 40 sorry 30 to 45 is it what they're after then I'm looking at the experience and I'm thinking really it's no longer good enough for these houses just to be pretty shells actually what we've got to be doing is is telling people what the experience that they're going to have at this property really is you know and it's not just about a chef as a chef can come and make you food to, to, to our understanding of the market has shifted enormously even in the last in the first few months of this year our understanding is that you have to t have to really spell it out. On three nights of your stay, a chef will come in and prepare X, Y, and Z. On two two times two times in your stay, you're going to have a maid service, whatever it is. But the experience needs to be really thought out well, so that it's very clear what value you're getting when you pay for your when you're buying your week. And those are the sorts of things that make it a completely no-brainer decision for you. If it's ticking, if it's ticking the style boxes, it's ticking the service boxes. You can. See what in your mind's eye what you're actually going to do how you're going to keep your own family occupied how you're going to keep them safe if all those things are ticked then it becomes a no-brainer decision and that's what we're really after we're after no-brainer decisions i love it i love it beyond anything that's logical and i want it and i want it now oh you you are so on my page here uh, <laughs> i'm so enjoying this conversation and uh <gasps> You know, I, I I would like to take uh, take this whole conversation to home away and just step back from the uh, f f from the presentation platform and just play this conversation. I think that would oh, that maybe will we do it. Go, maybe we should do a double act. <laughs> well, maybe maybe home away will ask me to go to uh, to to Europe and we can we can do a presentation together. That would be uh, that yeah. would be just. Um, crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be crazy. Um, so, so I'm looking. So I'm looking. In, in short, I'm looking at the experience you're going to have when you're there, and the aesthetic of the property when you're there. Mm -hmm. And I'm that uh, that that's that's perfect. Um, I I love the idea. It's a visual. There's some visual input, but there's also input to other senses as well. Um, that you know, so people are feeling good when they arrive, and and that they're, they're, they're just getting exactly what they expected because I've, I've always hated that uh, that concept that people will stage everything for photographs and then forget that the experience continues after the reservation has been made and yes, I think that's very true that's mm -hmm. very true and I think the other part of it is that you want to think about everybody who's likely to be there so the the the, the 
the experience has got to be right for the children. So mum will be happy when they, she knows that the children are safe, they're happy, they're going to be well catered for, there's going to be toys for them to play with, whatever age they are. Um, and, and then, you know, what is it you can do for mum and dad? to make their experience even more even more pleasurable and i think it's about at minimum matching expectations and and preferably trying to exceed expectations you get a customer you start getting customer complaints when something falls short of the expectation and so you've somehow got to um figure out what your what your expectation what their expectation is and how do you exceed it oh absolutely and uh you know that's something that i try and instill into uh, into our owners all the time. I think we, I don't know, I think we may have a little bit more of a challenge here. Many people here in Ontario have been renting their properties for, for 20, 30 years and don't quite understand that the market has changed. And... I think that's a huge challenge all over the world. I really do. Yeah. You know, we're still, to, to still be finding people who expect you to bring your own bed sheets. Um, mm-hmm. I find it extraordinary. Um, and then, of course, you know, especially I think and I think it's, it is a challenge if you are an absentee landlord. You know, you, it's not your day to day business. You live a long way away from your property. For example, many of our owners live in the UK, but have a property in France, Italy or Spain. They're depending on somebody else to manage it for them. And it's very difficult to to, to get that level of customer service, that um, that warm glow when somebody walks in for the first time where the house is just the right temperature, the flowers are presented just right there's a few bits and pieces in the fridge or a welcome pack very difficult to get somebody else to deliver your vision of what that first entry should be like um, and that's why it's really important to get the right person managing your property and um, do you help your owners with that or is that something that um, that you, you leave it up to them and and that they go we out and, and find help- somebody um, what finding the right managing agent? Yes. By and large, we don't get too involved in that. Um, we will, however, if the managing agent is falling short of the mark, we will be having some very firm conversations with the owners, and and if it's too too difficult to resolve, then we w- we will have to take the house off the site. So, mm-hmm. you know, getting the right person onto managing it is an absolute deal breaker if 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 it goes wrong. Well, absolutely, because I'm guessing if if a problem should arise at a property while people are are uh, in in residence, then that property manager is the one that has to come and and you know get the water going again or or, oh, I mean, or we, fix we, an appliance. Yeah. We're dealing with a challenge at the moment in, with a beautiful property in Spain where the owners are very, very committed, live in the UK, and it's, they've, they've left the managing agents to, to manage it. We've got the first people in this week, and the place is mouldy and dirty, and, and, you know, the fridge isn't working, and, you know, the, we're getting photos through of, of mouldy moldy um wooden spoons now i am absolutely mortified that that happens um even you know given the the amount of due diligence that we undertake the amount of time and energy that we invest in all of it but when it's outside of our control you know we're not actually physically the ones on the door to welcome the people in and make sure everything's you know everything's been been checked it's it's a it is a real problem so we have to have the right people in place we have to have trusted owners and we have to have trusted um trusted managing agents mm-hmm. that, that's a really tough one to handle and I know I'm, I'm quite sure you like me just take something like that really personally because oh uh, we, you I know, know. You, My... you know you've got to you know people have spent their good money they've arrived they've got their expectations and then they're they're, they're dashed in some way and uh you know oh, what... well and we 
you know, this comes, you know, we've evolved the business so from such a deep place in our hearts. It's come from a passion, not because we think it's a, a quick, cheap way to, to make money. That would be a very deluded and wrong perspective to start from and, and frankly untrue. Um, it's come from a, a very deep-seated place that we want to help families have really beautiful quality family holidays together in lovely lovely settings that are truly catered for them you know catered for their needs mm -hmm. designed for their needs and so when it goes wrong it's just gutting it's the same at the beginning and end of every season I mean it's the first time you open the house the first people in unfortunately are the guinea pigs it's yes yes and we're, we're in very much the same boat next next weekend will be uh I mean we, we, we've got a huge occupancy uh, next weekend, it's really Victoria Day is the beginning of the Ontario summer. And yeah. a lot of these properties have been closed for six, seven, sometimes eight months, and they just open for, for the summer months. And, yeah. and we've had some floods and we've had some other issues and there may be the possibility of, of, of mold. Um, yeah, we we shall wait and see, and and we do exhort all our owners to please, you know, this is they've got to be spotlessly clean at the start of the season, but there will always be one or two that uh, that get through and don't quite get the message. So we, I know next, uh, I won't be here. I'm going to be in Phoenix, and everybody else <laughs> in the office next week is going to be going to be dealing with uh, not not a lot of phone calls, but the occasional ones. Um, yeah, and it, it's it's always it's always going to happen. It's, it's it is, and I think I think it's interesting. One of my teams said um, the other day, you know, why don't owners? Uh, and I, I think it's I think it's the owners that um, are more removed, more absent. Why why don't they take more responsibility for their properties? I mean, if it's if it's not selling. It's not just our responsibility that we're not driving enough traffic and enough bookings to that to that property. It's also, you know, what else could could they be doing as owners to make sure that that property is really selling? But equally, you know, if you you do probably need to go and visit it before the season starts and check it, mm -hmm. no, not just leave it, not just leave it to to, um, to 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 some rather dodgy managing agents wherever you are. I mean, if it were me, I'd be on the plane. Going, spending two or three nights there myself, making sure that everything was in order, that the itinerary, uh, the inventory was absolutely up to date, that um, the sheets were were clean and and the under the beds were clean, and that there was nothing musty, and the place was well aired or just the right temperature, not too cold, not too warm. I would be there. I would be on an aeroplane, and I would be making sure that it's right because the fallout is horrible. It's really horrible, and you know, it's 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 soul destroying for everybody involved. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, we, sh we shall see. We shall see what next weekend brings for us. Well, but I do, I, you, <laughs> and I do hope this one in Spain sorts itself out, and oh, uh, and see. and your I guests have a great great time. Um, Wendy, if if a vacation rental owner wants to make their property safer for babies and toddlers, so let's say you've been out there and 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 you you've you've not um, you've not turned something away, but there, there's a few more things they need to do. What are the three most important features that they should be considering? From a safety perspective? From a safety perspective, yeah. Okay. 
I mean, I think I think if there are a stairs, it's obvious to be putting stair gates in. I think if there's any form of water, now that's a huge challenge for you, isn't mm-hmm. it, in your areas? Um, I, I'm not familiar enough to be able to advise on how you could sort that out, but I would certainly be looking to fence off an area near the house. Um, I think it's reasonable in the heat of the summer to to have to, to expect your guests will want to open the doors to their to their cottages and and experience the big outdoors while still not losing their children into the lake. So I think a, a fenced area around your you know around your property. It's not realistic to fence an entire lake. I understand that, but I think it's reasonable to fence an area around your around your property so that your children have got somewhere to go outside, so that you can let the you know let the outdoors in, and you don't need to live in a sort of a, a tightly cocooned environment. Um, so I think the water. I mean, only you mm-hmm. will know, um, Heather, whether that's a reasonable thing for me to be saying or not. I would need to see each property on an individual basis. Um, I think um, the chemicals are really important. You know, it's it, lots of lots of people leave bleach down beside the loo or loo cleaners beside beside the loo. I think it's important to have those tucked away, um, knives out of reach. So I think just you know, the other other kinds of things are, um, you know, cabling from. Um, blinds they can ease you know if they're too long they they children go and play with them and wrap them around their necks so there are lots and lots of different things that you should be looking out for but I think stairs water and chemicals are the ones I would be I would be saying be attentive I mean the biggest the biggest number of yeah problems come come from come from water well it's it's been an insight for me the last uh the last couple of months my um my granddaughter is now nine months old and, yeah, so and in fact moved. Yeah, I mean, yesterday she was she was here in the house. It was the first time uh, I've really had her around my house, and I could not believe the amount of the you know everything is is just this great attraction for her. And and yeah. you're absolutely right. It's cables and blind uh, the cords from blinds, anything that's at floor level, and it's straight to the mouth. Yeah, uh, it is. And Sock I've you know I've fucked. It's it's been many many years since. <laughs> since i had since i had um a a, a tiny around um so it's quite an eye opener yesterday and that that that's got me really thinking about um I think the other thing is they move at great speed they move faster than you remember them moving um you know they can be from here to a to b in no time at all and um you know when they're crawling they build up a speed so they can get to things very very fast when they're wobbly they then they go through a sort of wobbly walking phase which you know hard floors are you, you can't you can't change the flooring but it's a different phase it's a different challenge when the wob the wobbliness arrives and they're falling head over heels all over the place um uh, you know, it's a different different phase for for different stages, and you yeah. know, things are different. Different worry for for parents at um, different times of their children's development. Yeah, and I, you know, from our discussion today, it's uh, I, I've been taking lots of notes here, and I'll, I'm going to be talking or perhaps putting a a blast out to all my owners to get them to 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 consider some of these things because it, it's not something that's really been. Um, you know, on our radar. I mean, we we do have lots of families who go out to cottages, um, and uh, of course, the water issue is is the big one. But uh, but we have one property, you know, that has or, or a couple. In fact, there's a couple that have decks with gates. And the feedback that we get on, I mean, we we have all our properties on um, on flip key, 
And the feedback yep. we get on the flip key reviews for these properties will always mention how wonderful it was to have that safety feature that, you know, we could sit on the deck and we didn't have to worry about our toddlers because there was no way they were going to get off the deck at any time. Yeah. Um, yep. So, so yes, this is, um, it, it is, this is lovely information and I, I, I'm going to be sharing this and it's not only for my Canadian owners, but this is, this is relevant for every owner absolutely everywhere um wendy sorry go ahead can i just add a point there and it's not just um it's not just to make mums happy actually if you look at it from a business perspective because of course all your owners are business owners you're running a, a holiday or a vacation rental business it makes sensible um, business sense to do things like that the return on investment will be there you know in less than one booking I imagine um, I know um, an owner we work very very closely with and have done for the last five years it cost her 300 euros to to, to fence her pool and she she had an absolute deluge of bookings because it she, you know people who would have looked at her property in the past and not booked it booked it because they were now saying well it's now now the pool's enclosed I I've you know I'm much much happier her repeat clients were saying I'm so pleased you enclosed your pool you know it it makes sensible business um, sense to do things like this. The market is there. The demand is there. It doesn't cost very much. And you will see a return on investment very, very quickly. That is such a great point. And uh, I'm, I will be definitely sharing that one. Um, I just <laughs> want to move on to your website. I absolutely love your website at totstotravel.co.uk. And I'll be putting a link to the website on the uh, on the show notes. I also get your newsletter. I'm amazed that you send that that newsletter every couple of days. Yes, we're sending out three a week. Three so a week. Our, mm. Yeah. So the the really interesting change of perspective that we've had over the last few months, so last six months to a year, is that we always really thought of ourselves as a holiday company. But actually, we are, of course, a holiday company, but we are an internet business. And internet businesses need to learn very, very different skills. And therefore, building and developing our database, communicating with our database is hugely, hugely important. And I know that um, some people would gasp at the thought of, um, um, of sending out three newsletters a week. We found at the beginning that we had a, a slightly higher unsubscribe rate than we, you know, but we knew and expected that would be the case. Um, we now find that we have an incredibly engaged database. Um, we have a database who um, respond really well to our newsletters. They're, you know, they're following through to our our um, date our our um, website so we know that they the, the newsletters are really important traffic drivers for our website and we know that bookings come out of them um, there's not always a direct relationship between sending out a, an email about one property and that property book being booked it so depends on where people are in their buying cycle but we do definitely know that as you know with that degree of um of, of um, regularity, we have a much, much more engaged database and, of course, much, much better conversion. Well, it, uh, it certainly worked for me because, uh, um, as I mentioned before we started the recording, um, we are, we're just starting our own newsletter and um, 
not quite plagiarizing, but we're unashamedly, <laughs> unashamedly copying the concept. So, oh. so watch out for that. The other thing on your website that I absolutely love is all these awards and accolades oh, that uh, that you, you. <laughs> that you've got. Um, tell me a little bit about them. Which which ones mean the most to you? Oh, we've we've been so very blessed with the awards that we've won. Um, I think people really understand that what we're doing comes from a very, very, you know, value um, based place. It comes from our hearts and it comes from a huge amount of dedication. This isn't, you know, any fly by night set up. It's it, we really, you know, we really are very, very committed. Um, the, the award I'm most thrilled with, Heather, is is a customer service award. We won um, a customer service award about um, two years ago for a customer service award for excellence. And it's that that I really, really care about. I mean, the awards that I've won myself have been lovely, but they're not the ones I really care about. I care about how good our customer service is. And I care I care passionately that our customer service gets better. Um, we're, not, we're not 100% there in terms of where I think it could be. I think there's a lot further for us to go um, I think it takes creativity it takes innovation it takes courage to do things that aren't being done um, but you know there's a lot to play with in actual fact I don't think I think the levels of customer service certainly here in the UK I think less so probably where you are uh, generally people expect such low levels of customer service that it's actually not that difficult to exceed expectations on that front yes and I think I do you know I think that's the same worldwide um it's i mean we, i i've i've certainly experienced it i i rent vacation homes throughout throughout the year in various various parts of the world um whenever we go away then that's why we're where we're staying mm. a bit like mm. you and mm. you do experience yeah. a lot of different um levels of of customer service and you know it really isn't difficult is it to to do it right no, and when you do it right, um, like today on our Facebook page, we've got a customer who's written and said, I've had a lovely experience with Tots Who Travel. Thank you so much. I've just booked my holiday. I'm absolutely thrilled. Um, they after our customers book with us they get um, they start getting a countdown sequence so it says right it's 56 nights and 56 days until your holiday starts these are the things you need to be doing right now and um, she posted and said how how fantastic well I'm so excited and so you know people do begin to talk about it um, I mean on that note it, it's you know if any of your um, listeners want to come and join us on our Facebook page it's 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 interest it will be an interesting place to watch how the market um, ev market evolves I think it's um it's important to see to see what other you know people are doing in in the market, what kinds of things they're offering, and we're certainly about to go up to another level in terms of um, our plans are very exciting. We've got lots of exciting thoughts. Um, that's partly why I'm going to France tomorrow to visit these chateaus because I'm I'm going to give the chateau owners consultancy on how to improve their offering and match it with what customers want. So I think um, on our Facebook, sign up for our newsletters um, and 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 watch what we're doing in exactly the same way that Heather is. Well, I would. Um, uh, I, I've just clicked like on your Facebook page. Oh, thank you, Heather. <laughs> and and I will. It it is beautiful. It's a. I have been there before, but I you know just uh, just taking a look through it. Um, it's it's a great model not only for um rental agencies but for owners to take a look at to to see how a uh, how a good Facebook page is managed. Lots of great images. Um, a range of uh, of of different updates and. Uh, 
yeah, it's a, it's a really good model for any agency and for any individual owner to to look at the uh, Facebook page of Tots to Travel and uh, and click like and uh, go and tell Thank Wendy you. how much you're liking it. Um, oh, please do. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I, I would say, Heather, that um, we are nowhere near really getting this whole social networking thing. Um, we are a lot further ahead than some businesses, but I think we are only at the start of what is really going to be necessary. And I say necessary. I, I know I speak to lots of business owners who say, I don't get this social networking stuff. I'm not on Facebook. I haven't got time for it. Can't be bothered with it. I don't think any of us, any of us can afford to not get it or not begin to get it. I think um, it is absolutely the way forward there is no way this social business is going away we have to find a way to understand it work with it use it um, deal with the fallout when it happens because by god your customers going to be posting their photo their really bad photos on your facebook page if um, if they if they get a, a dissatisfying experience or dissatisfactory experience um, but also they will be posting really good stuff and you need to have a strategy to manage it, whether you are a one cottage owner, an agency or, or, or home and away. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. We've, uh, uh, we're, we're moving into, into a different era. And again, that's something yeah. that I'm going to be talking about next weekend is, is the whole issue of shareability and that yeah. uh, the owners need to be aware that everything but everything can be shared and, and it will be. Um, which is why coming back to your original point, which is why they have to deliver. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because people will share it. So therefore it needs to have. Wow. Well, yes. And it's an indirect form of, of marketing for them because the moment somebody yeah. shares something that makes them go, wow, they've just shared it to another sector of the market that maybe you haven't, you hadn't, um, uh, hadn't reached before. So, so they're yeah. doing the marketing for you. Um, yes, Wendy, I could talk to you for two hours, <laughs> but I do try and I try and keep the episodes on the podcast to around about an hour. Um, this has been incredibly valuable, and I want to thank you so, so much, so much for for sharing so much with me. Um, I'm going to be writing a fair bit on the. Um, uh, on the show notes for the podcast. So, um, so any of, of, of the listeners can, uh, can perhaps go on there. They can certainly take a look at tots to travel uh, website. Um, I, I signed up for your, um, the, the free family holiday planner, um, because oh, that, yes, that was really useful too, to see what, to, what you're sending out to people yeah. who sign up for the newsletter. And that, that, that's really great. There's a lot of excellent excellent information and this is something that uh, the individual owners can do as well it doesn't it you know it's not necessarily just uh, uh just just the arena for agencies uh mm -hmm. individual oh, there's so much room mm -hmm, there's so much room to be creative there's so much room to be creative and i think the market is really screaming out and say and saying be more innovative think about it more think about what i actually want um, and see, you know, and deliver it. I think think there's lots of room for that. Yeah. Well, Wendy, um, once again, thank you so much. And um, I'm oh. sure we're going to talk again soon. And, you know, I would love to do a joint presentation at some time. So if anybody's out there looking for, <laughs> looking for a couple of great presenters, we're here for you. So thanks oh, a lot. We'd have a blast, Heather. We'd have an absolute blast. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks a lot again. My absolute pleasure. Lovely to speak to you. Bye-bye. 
Well, that was a wonderful conversation I had with uh, with Wendy Shand. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I learned a lot. As you can tell, Wendy and I are um, uh, are in simpatico. I guess we we are very like minded. I think we uh, we we haven't met personally. I can't wait to do that. I'm almost you know motivated to jump on a plane and head across to the UK just to go have lunch with Wendy and spend a bit of time. Um, really getting to know her a little better because I think uh, I can learn a huge amount from her. So, uh, so I, you know that that was uh, that was that was tremendous. And um, I'm going to over the next few weeks going to be interviewing several more industry experts along the same lines to find out what uh, what they're doing, what their thoughts are on the industry, and uh, and uh, where where they think we're actually going with it. Um, before I sign off today, I just want to um, just remind you of a couple of forums that are out there uh, that I find really, really useful. Um, if if you're in the UK and Europe, and in fact, if you're in North America too, I really would recommend that you check out Lay My Hat, and that's www.laymyhat.com. If you haven't been on there, it is a just a fabulous community of um, vacation rental owners who do go out of their way to help each other. There's a, there's a lot of experience out there. And even just taking some time to uh, read through the posts and, um, and learn from that experience is, is just a, uh, a, a great thing to do, even if you don't um, you know, get involved in the community. But I do encourage you to sign up post on there tell them about your property and and then if you've if you've got questions if you've got a problem that you want to uh, uh some support with then just post it and i can almost guarantee you're going to get a, an immediate response from some highly experienced owners um but don't let that daunt you and uh, there's uh, there's plenty of people on lay my hat who are very new owners as well and they very quickly get welcomed into the fold. It really is one of those forums that's not cliquey. Uh, obviously, that over the years, there's been relationships developed between um, many of the people that are, are registered on the on the forum. But uh, but they do welcome you with open open arms. And it's one of the few forums I've I've ever been on that uh, that actually doesn't feel like you're an outsider if you don't have a thousand plus um, posts. The other one that I'm contributing to more and more these days is the uh, Home Away community. And you just find that at www.homeaway.com and uh, and just click on the uh, owner community button and that will take you into the forums there. Once again, a just a terrific resource of skills and experience to help you out. Um, and there's a lot more uh, resources as well on the on the home away community that you uh, you may very well find helpful. So I'll put those uh, those two links on the show notes so uh, so that you can check them out. Uh, and if anybody has any uh, other forums or resources that you think I should be sharing, then please let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. You can just write the comment in the uh, uh, on on the show notes uh, under the show notes, um, and uh, and I can I can share. Uh, those with my listeners. 
On the topic of um, of sharing, I if you have enjoyed this uh, this podcast, I'd really really appreciate it if uh, if you'd go onto iTunes and uh, and just say so in the reviews. Um, the more listeners we can get, the more um, uh, general uh, community we can develop here and start getting some. Uh, you know, I'd love to start hearing more from my listeners about what their experiences are and. Uh, the, the more people um, check out iTunes and write a review, then the more listeners I'm actually going to get, which is uh, which is pretty cool. OK, so that's just about it for um, for today. Uh, it's been such a great, uh, great experience talking um, w- with, with such an experienced person in the industry. And uh, I'm sure if you have any questions or comments for uh, Wendy Shand on the topic of family-friendly vac- vacations, that I'm quite sure she would be delighted to um, to answer them for you. So why not uh, just to, you know once again put your comment down in the uh, in the comments um, section at the bottom of the show notes, and uh, and I'll I'll be sure to pass them on to Wendy and uh, and see if she can come up with specific insights for you uh, well as, as i head off for phoenix i will be um doing a uh, doing a few more blog posts so check them out and um i look forward to seeing you very soon again on vacation rental success 